This is the Beers and Fears Podcast. What is going on, Horror Nation? I am your host, Tucker Miller. I'm Rowdy. And this is the Beers and Fears podcast. Glad y'all could join us. Hope you're doing well, because we're doing fantastic. So, Rowdy, how was your week? It was pretty good. Typical work, as always. Yeah? You know. Uh, Could have done without this particular beer, though. Yeah, and we'll get to that. But, yeah. Um, yeah, this week was was pretty pretty fucking normal. No, oh, Fourth of July. Yeah, I mean, I didn't do anything. I went to work. Yeah, I went to Tucker's work too. Yeah, asshole. <laughs> I forgot my phone, so he was a kind gentleman and brought it to me. Yeah. So, so today we have another new movie for you guys, and. Um, it was an interesting film. Very yes. interesting. Uh, but before we get into that, we will get into today's drinks. Keyword drinks. Yeah. Plural. Because we've made a grave mistake. Oh, God. It's so it's bad. Made me a burpy boy it's too. so bad. I've only gotten like <laughs> not very far. Yeah, I've choked mine down. Uh and oh. It has uh, oh, definitely fuck. made me. Oh, it's so fucking bitter. Yeah, it, it, it's made me realize completely that I do not care for Goose Island beers. No, not dogging the company. I mean, obviously, some people like them. Just not my taste. Uh, yeah, yeah. We tried the Matilda, which is a belgian style ale a rustic old world belgian style ale re-fermented with blah, blah, blah. yeah uh, brett 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 i can't remember how i said it last time bretonomyces whatever the fuck it is either way it, it says is not that great uh golden sunrise color dried fruit and clove aroma spicy yeast flavors <laughs> god damn uh, 7% alcohol by volume, uh, 26 IBU. I take it the IBUs, that's for, that's for like IPAs, isn't it? I have, I don't fucking know, man. The Brew House series, an expert command of processing equipment is the hallmark of all of the beers in our Brew House series. Develops in the bottle over five years, contains live yeast, a sediment may form. Goose Island, Goose Island Brew House. Um, this beer is not great. Um, for our taste, yeah, it's not uh, mine. Brewed in Chicago, Illinois. Um, not my thing. It's got a really nice bottle, though. Very nice label. Yeah, I do like uh, the bottle. Yes, yeah, seven percent. That's nice. Very simplistic label as well. Yeah, and I think I think it's because. Goose Island specializes. Oh my God, you finished it. I don't think I will. Um, I think it's because they specialize in IPAs. Like that's all I ever see from them is IPAs. Yeah, yeah they're definitely a IPA and a 
Yeah, I mean. Yeah, and I mean, personally, we're not fans of drinking liquid pine trees. Um, sometimes the less hops, the better. Yeah, uh, beer-wise. I mean, yeah. I can drink like a gin and tonic, but that is a completely different pine taste. Yeah. Uh, the other beer we have, though, is what, Fra. Mr. German? Fra. It's a Kolsch. And um, Ziet 1904 Ehrlich Obergerig Kolner Hofbrau Fra. Uh, don't ask me what any of that means. My German lessons have not got me into beer yet. Um, supposedly, this is a nice German beer. Um, it was brewed in Cologne, Germany. Yeah. And. Um, we're about to pop the tops on these and give them a try firsthand. Neither of us have ever had it before. Uh, it comes in like a Budweiser bottle. Pretty much. It's kind of got a tall neck on it. I was going to say, it's a really tall bottle. Very tall. It's very slender, too. I, th- I would say this is a little bit taller than a Bud. I don't have American beers. so I was going to say, we don't have the only American beer we have in this room right is our now local beer. is local beers. And they except use, for Goose Island, and they all use stubbies. They use stubbies. So I don't know. Maybe we're just used to stubbies or uh, trumpeted bottles like the other German beer. Yeah. So, I mean, for all I know, this is just a standard bottle. That uh, looks a little bit narrow, but I'm a fucking dumbass. There's so many beer bottles sitting out. Are you trying to make me feel like an alcoholic? No, we just need to clean. That is true. The office is fucking filthy. Uh, but yeah, so uh, we're about to try uh, this beer. I gotta get this burp out first. It looks... I don't want I don't want that taste. Alright. It looks pretty good. Here we go. Give it a smell. Is there sediment in this? No. No, it's, it's a clear, clear beer. It's very clear. It smells like there would be. It smells yeasty, doesn't it? Yeah. Like it, it has... it's it smells like um when we have something ready to rack. No, tastes like a good good beer. This, a lot better than that fucking Matilda. This tastes I'll tell a lot like that that one grab grab that bottle. The yeah, the Weltenberger Kloster, it tastes a lot like that. The their uh Barack Dunkel. It tastes a lot like that. Yes. It's very good. Very good. Yes, a lot better than the Matilda. Oh my god, yeah, this is like a palate cleanser comparatively. Yes. Oh, um, I like that. And then on uh, It's very it's very light. It's not a heavy feeling drink. Um, no, that fucking Matilda is little fuck. It's got. I'd almost say this is like all barley. Well, it it is brewed by uh, the German standard, which legally to call it a Klosch, uh, they have to brew it a certain way. Yeah, I just don't know what that is. Yeah, this is a very clear beer. Dude, I bet if you poured that out, it'd, it'd be like almost water. Because, like, I can see my fingers through the bottle. Oh, yeah. um, Damn. Let's see, real quick. 
Um, yeah, very light, uh, slightly bitter. It's got it's got definitely some tannins in there. It's uh, on the nose. On the nose, well, yeah. I don't smell like any hops. Okay, so, uh, Kolsch, uh, it originated in Cologne. Mm-hmm. Um, but it has since 1997 because they're like Germans are very particular mm-hmm. about their beer. Same like uh, Jack Daniels and Tennessee whiskey. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, or bourbon or scotch. They have to be made within a certain area. Same with this particular type of beer. Yeah. Uh, it has to be within 30 miles of Köln. Uh, of what? Köln. Köln. Okay. I don't know. I don't a, know. a town in Germany. Um, Corn. No. <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> but uh, this one is actually one of the most strictly, uh, like, governed beer styles okay in germany and the rest of the world uh there are places outside of europe that uh do produce a beer that's basically the same they call it like a cold style no actually all they do is don't use the fucking accent on the fucking letter o oh damn so uh yeah the umlaut yeah the umlaut Um, that's interesting basically from what i'm reading uh, it's warm fermented and top fermented, so the yeast just gets added to the top of the mash and then goes. That, yeah, they don't mix it in or anything. Nope. nope. And then it's conditioned at a cold temperature. So. Uh, interesting. Yeah. So I mean. Very interesting because. Y- you'd figure by the taste that the yeast got mixed in. You would think, but. Because of the flavor profile on it, because it's it's kind of yeasty. But only ever so slightly. There's, it's, it's. That was I weird. think somebody rang your doorbell. Do you even have a doorbell? I don't know. But, anyways, uh, because like a lot of our, like wheat or wheat ales and stuff like that, the very heavy yeasty flavor, and this, this is not like that at all. It does have a very yeast, like very much yeast flavor but it's not overpowering like a lot of yeah, our yeah, yeah. wheat ales or uh, a lot of like the hefeweizens that mm-hmm. are uh brewed in america it's they're just overly yeasty yeah that like this almost has the taste of like a uh, boulevard unfiltered wheat beer yeah isn't that a local beer? Uh, it's a Kansas City beer. Can you think of something not local? <laughs> no. I, I'm sorry. I like our local beers. Uh, but It's okay. I couldn't think of anything else but either. Boulevard sold all, all over the country. Yeah. Uh, and unfil- like it tastes like an unfiltered wheat beer. Yeah. Except this thing's crystal fucking clear. Yes. Yeah. There's no lease or mother or whatever you want to call it at all. Yeah, no. Looks like water. Yeah. No. Yeah, no. Nope. No. Yeah. It's one hundred percent crystal clear. Very interesting. I like it. It's very good beer. Good. I think this one is. Uh, w- this one is a little more on the expensive side. Yeah. I think these were just over two dollars a bottle. Yeah. Um, and of course, prices are going to vary wherever you go. Um, 
we're we'll, we'll just say um, standard single bottle beer um, around here is about a dollar fifty. Yeah, and or so, like a Budweiser. Yeah. yeah, and so so two bucks is we're calling a little on the high side. We're just saying it's not the average price no. because a lot of the times you can easily buy a single can that is nine dollars. Yes, and we just don't do that. One of these most time, of the time. One of these times I'm going to just because it is called the Brown Note, and I just want the fucking can. Yeah. I don't even care about the beer that's in it. That may be an IPA. That's not. Oh, okay. It's not. It's a lager of some sort. Probably like a red. A brown ale or a red yeah. ale. Yeah. That's what I'm thinking. Either but, way. But on to bigger and better things. Rowdy, what movie did we watch? So we actually, like, within within the week, finally watched a new movie that released, what, three days ago, four days ago? Yeah, something well, like that. Yeah, about four days ago. Yeah. Uh, so we went and watched Midsummer. Yeah. Um, this movie was a fucking trip. Definitely, definitely trippy. Uh, um, once again, we're going to do it the way we did it last time. We're probably sh- going to take a ad break here shortly. And um, we won't have our ad break to split it up this time, but we will give you plenty of warning before any spoilers. Yes. Um, Real quick, it's kind of sucks because they marketed this really, really heavily as a horror film. Yeah, and I I wouldn't have necessarily done that. I would have called it like a... Well, like an almost dark period piece. Here's how IMDb is classifying it now. Okay. A drama slash thriller. And I wouldn't maybe, even consider it can, really a thriller. I'd call it a suspense, like a, a, a suspense drama. Yeah. Um, has good ratings so far. Yeah. I mean, the movie was good. It just wasn't. Oh, yeah. It's just not exactly how they portrayed it yeah. to begin with. Um, I have no hard feelings about this movie. I actually no. really, really enjoy this movie. I think it's a great movie. It just bug, like bugs the fuck out of me. They mismarketed the yeah. shit out of it. And that's not on the movie at all. That's on the marketing team. Marketing team, yeah. And the marketing team who threw the trailer together. Yeah. And um, I feel like this movie is going to be received a lot. Um. It's going to be received in a very similar way that The Witch was received. Yes. Like, all the movie critics loved it. Everyone else did not because they didn't understand that it was, like, a period piece. And this one kind of simulates a period piece because... It's just... It's modern day. On a period piece. Um, Anyway, it was uh, wrote... Written, written by and directed by uh, Ari Aster. Mm-hmm. Uh, great job. Yeah, yeah. I wouldn't yeah, mind yeah, seeing yeah. A, a director's cut of it. Honestly. Oh my god, the movie I think would a director, be so fucking long. I think by the way, Rowdy cut, Rowdy totally fucked us on this because we we waited to, to have lunch until after the movie, 
And the thing is, I'm like, Rowdy, how long is the movie? He's like, oh, it's an hour 47. <laughs> this uh, dude misread it, and it's actually 147 minutes. Yeah, I'm like, so Rowdy, that's very different. Two and a half hours. Um, <laughs> yeah, it's a bit of a long movie, and it feels longer than it is. Because a little bit, yes. Because it's not an action-packed movie. It, it's there's There's peaks and valleys, and there's a, a lot of speaking because... There, oh, yeah, there a is a lot of uh, expose, like, and yeah. shit like that. So, yes, I can see why it was marketed the way it was, but at the same time, it is not Annabelle. It is not The Conjuring, yeah. and their marketing department made that trailer to make it look a lot more horror yeah they, they made it, to, it was to look terrifying and honestly like there was no like scary bit in the movie no. at all i mean there was some gruesome stuff yeah and that's but, the only I mean, thing relatively that somebody could be scared by yeah there and, and it didn't even have like a scary vibe no this entire movie did not at all there was no horror aspect to it and that's frankly why we're covering the movie is because um is because this is a horror podcast the movie was um it was marketed as a horror movie and i think this will be the movie's downfall yes. and the critics are loving it because they they kind of knew what it was going to be yeah obviously um we kind of knew what it was going to be we did still slightly expect a horror movie, but that was, you know, yes, and I mean, stupidity. Me and Tucker have a knack for fucking calling a movie how it is within ten minutes of starting the movie. Yeah, and that's exactly what happened. Yeah, didn't really expect the ending though. We but... had two. We had there was two theories that we had. Both of us were like, it literally could go either way, but this is what's going to happen. Yeah, and last 10 minutes of the fucking movie spot on with yeah. our thought so there was definitely some uh, stuff we would have never seen coming though <laughs> oh yes yes uh and we'll get into that uh but so ari aster director writer of it great movie uh did take it from the actual midsummer festival which mm -hmm. celebrates the summer solstice the beginning of summer um, and it's basically a Nordic, yeah. uh, well, what's the fucking pagan, pagan, like holiday festival thing, mm -hmm. uh, which it's a celebration. Weirdly enough, actually, uh, that celebration, a lot of the time was based around the birth of, uh, St. John. Mm-hmm. Or John the Baptist. So, uh, there's that. Um, couple actors you might know. Uh, Will Poulter. He's that fucking kid that looks exactly like Sid from Toy Story. <laughs> He's in that movie. Everyone calls him eyebrows. Um, uh, Florence Pugh. She's in it. She's like the main actress in mm. it. Hot as fuck. Yeah. Um, she's babe William Jackson I don't know if he's in anything else um, and Jack Renner 
Jack Renner is in it. Which yeah, I was going to say, I didn't really recognize a whole lot of people. There, A lot of them are younger actors. Yeah. And actually a lot of European actors. Well, and see, and with a movie like this, you don't want to have a lot of big name actors because no. it ruined, like, it doesn't feel like an experience. It's a movie. And this movie, um, <clears throat> it did a very good job in the in portraying it as not a movie. Like it was, it was definitely like it was almost like a found footage yeah, film, yeah, yeah, but yeah. not found footage. Yeah, it had that is vibe. Fucking amazing! I it, love that aspect felt, of it. It felt like you were watching something you weren't supposed to see. Yes. Yes, yeah. which was definitely by design. Yeah, and they they did a good job. Um, but with that, I think we'll go ahead and take our ad break real quick mm-hmm. before we start getting into some more of the details of this movie. Yeah, for sure. So we'll be right back. And we're back. Hope that was painless for you because it always is for us. So uh, when we left off, we're chit-chatting a little bit about the movie and now we're gonna get a little bit deeper now roddy what did you think of the aesthetic of this movie the aesthetic the scene aesthetic if you know what i mean (laughs) Uh, old 2008 reference there um the aesthetic of the movie actually i thought it was quite pleasing for what the movie was oh dude i love very very uh as to what was going on, very opposite of what was actually fucking yeah, happening. Everything which was, was bright and colorful insane. and amazing. Um, yeah, other than that, yeah, the whole aspect of this movie, the li- everything about this movie was fucking fantastic. Still Go not... Still, fuck yourself, Facebook. Still not quite a horror movie, though. No. That, I will never consider this a horror movie, in the least. Yeah, I mean, unless unless nowadays just, like, a little bit of gore means horror. Yes, that is the only aspect of this movie that uh, could even be considered horror. Yeah, I'm, I was uh, confused. The intro to this movie, though, like, it's the intro up. scene before the title card, holy shit. Spoilers, because I'm not even about to fucking sit here and talk well, for ten minutes and then fucking. No, no, go no. To it. Let's let's talk a little bit more about the movie first, and then we'll get oh, into this. Fuck. Let's, we got to leave content for people that haven't watched it yet. No, they can't. Just go watch it. Stop being ass. <laughs> um, I really enjoyed the aesthetic of the movie. Um, it was. It was probably the first time in a while that I could see the entire theater for most of the movie. Yeah. Because the whole place was lit up. Yes, it was a very bright movie. Yeah. Not a lot um, of dark in this movie. Yeah, and everything, dude, everything was fucking gorgeous. Like the buildings, the architecture, the... Very Nordic. Oh, so damn Nordic. Scandinavian. Yeah. That's the word I was looking for. Scandinavian. Yeah. Obviously, uh, not really a spoiler. It's like placed in Sweden. Mm-hmm. So 
obviously. Yeah, and the landscape is just breathtakingly yes. gorgeous. Um, the set, or I don't want to say the set, but the the location they decided to film on was um, mountainous. It was bre- very breathtaking, very summer esque. Like yeah, summer mountains, beautiful. Yeah, everything was everything was in bloom, and uh, they 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 did a very good job choosing where to film this movie. Um, and it's funny because the movie starts completely opposite. Yes, it starts in the middle of winter, like heavy snow and stuff, and um, and yeah, and uh, the soundtrack of the movie, the uh, score, is uh. is. It's amazing because it's, a lot of it is acapella. Yes, uh, but just uh, um, just a lot of. I agree um, and disagree. Well, I agree. It was very amazing, but there was parts of it that fucking were like skull splitting almost. <laughs> yeah, and I'm only I I I'm not even gonna bash the movie. I'm gonna bash the theater because our theater thinks everything needs to be cranked all the way up. Oh uh, yeah. So when you're sitting in a theater empty theater it just fucking resonates so fucking loud yeah there's some frequencies that just kind of hurt because um especially when the theater's empty like it was today uh it it just it feels like a ringing in your head yeah and there's a couple spots other than that beautiful Mm -hmm. beautiful like well done score yeah it was amazing Fuck the sound, well, just the sounds, the sound engineers did a great job all together. Mm -hmm. Uh, The story, the story of the movie is pretty solid. Um, It's pretty straightforward too. Yeah, yeah, it's fairly straightforward. They claim that there's a big twist. I don't think it was much of a twist. It all kind of led up to it and then came to fruition, in my opinion. I, I... like I said at the beginning, I think a director's cut would be probably more of a twist than mm-hmm. what we got. So I'll be waiting for the director's cut just to see what oh, they yeah. did cut out of it. Yeah, with a director's cut, I will definitely be watching this movie again. And that, that's the thing. I'm glad we kind of broke the uh, streak for me mm-hmm. uh, with movies that I'm not going to watch again. Like, oh, yeah. willingly, or without, like, it being with a group of friends. Yeah. Like, this movie I will definitely be buying when it comes out on yeah. on a DVD. It's a very good movie. Yeah, and... Granted, um, it's not what we thought it was. The, but the movie is very artistic. It's, um... You can tell this is definitely an art piece. Yes. And, um... A lot of a lot of passion went into this movie, and it gives you the same vibes as movies kind of like The Witch, just the most recent thing I could think of. Um, a lot of it is like uh, panning scenic shots and stuff like that, and you can tell it's just a work of cinematography uh, at its best. And um, yes. Uh- even just for that, the movie's worth watching. Well, that I love the fact that everything is so bright mm-hmm. because that makes everybody work ten times harder. Mm-hmm. Uh, 
Yeah, because you can't just hide it. Yeah, I was going to say, you don't have the darkness and the shadows to hide everything. The practical effects in this movie is um, disgustingly impressive. I was definitely impressed with some of the effects. I almost looked away. Yeah. I was like, oh, God, that's that's intense. Yeah. Definitely. Um, Yeah, I was... I did not I expect to, it. I was about to look away. That's and, the fucking twist in the movie is when they start using those practical effects. I was like, uh-oh. I, I was about to look away, and then they fucking changed camera point of view, and I was like, all right, I can do this one. But the first view, I was like, nah, Yikes. I don't want to see this. Yikes. Yeah. Um. Other than that, though, I mean, literally none of the effects were Bad per se. There yeah. is one I I will will say could have been done a lot better, but they did the best they could. Mm-hmm. So, and we'll get into that when we. Oh, I know what you're talking about. Yeah. Probably. I think, I think we've hit the mark. Um, the spoiler mark. We're gonna go ahead and start talking about some stuff in great detail. If you do not want spoilers, just go ahead and. Pause the episode here and uh, just come back to it after you've seen the movie. Or if you don't give a fuck about spoilers or you don't give a fuck about this movie, you can go ahead and keep on listening. Yep. So, spoilers in three, two, one. Go ahead, Rowdy. Holy shit, the beginning of this fucking movie was the fucking more. There's your horror film. Yeah, no shit. Straight up. You want a horror film? The first. 15 minutes of this movie not even 15 minutes first 10 minutes of this that's movie that's a fucking horror that's movie. your horror movie and then it goes to not a horror movie by the end of the movie i had totally fucking forgotten about the beginning like, i almost i was did, like but that was like, didn't even fucking matter because fuck? i'm tripping balls over here yeah i mean <laughs> but the beginning of the movie holy shit so uh it starts off obviously fucking middle of a blizzard mm-hmm. somewhere in the u.s uh, and this girl is like calling her family. Mm-hmm. Nobody's picking up. She calls her boyfriend. Like it shows, like she's called all these people. Mm-hmm. And she's talking about her sister leaving a fucked up email, trying to get a hold of her and the rest of her family. A little bit happens. Uh, her boyfriend basically tells her that she's freaking out about nothing. Yada yada yada. You see the email and it says, everything's going black now. Mom and dad are coming with me mm-hmm. or are coming with goodbye. And then cuts to the boyfriend and his buddies out drinking and having fun and talking shit on the girlfriend. And she calls again. The boyfriend gets up to take it. One of the friends is a douchebag. He goes and takes it. And all you hear is screaming. Mm hmm. And then it kind of scene changes to two firemen. Yeah. And flashing lights off the walls. And they're going in and shutting off two different cars Mm -hmm. that have hoses tied to them. To the mufflers. And you, like, instantly know what the fuck is about to happen. Just like the firefighters would know. Like, well, here we go. Sure enough, pretty much the sister starts the cars, runs the hose, one to her family's bedroom, t- 
tapes the hose underneath the door and tapes the door shut, goes to her room and fucking proceeds to, like, shove the hose in her mouth and tape the hose to her mouth. Yeah. And kills herself along with her parents. And then basically cuts forward a few months. Boyfriend and buddies are about to go to Sweden because one of the buddies is from Sweden. And, uh, boyfriend doesn't have the balls to break up with the girlfriend. Yeah. Even though he's a piece of shit. Invites her. Boom. Wake up. She's in the airplane. Going to Sweden. And that's when all the Swedish shit happens. All the Swedish shit happens. But yeah, that first 15 minutes. Uh, that's, that's where the horror movie aspect was. And then it was sprinkled into the middle and into the end, and that's it. Like, I was disappointed, strictly, because of the point that they tried so hard to portray it as a horror movie. Yeah. In the trailer. And it doesn't even begin. Like, it doesn't even tickle my horror movie like radar yeah and here here's 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 the only way i can feel like they justified that is because if they marketed it as a suspense thriller or something like that the amount of gore that they use later on in the movie i think would have been received negatively like people would have been like whoa what the fuck is this this is like horror movie stuff you know what i mean Yes and no. Which for us, we're just upset because it was mis, um, mismarketed. But like, I feel like people would be much more upset if like they went to go see this thriller, expecting something kind of like, um, oh, what's that movie with Sh- Shia LaBeouf? Disturbia. Yeah, something like Disturbia, where the the worst thing you see is a dead body floating in the water. And in this movie, you see somebody's head get smashed in with a hammer. And so, all on camera. No cutaways. Just straight head getting pounded into the fucking dirt. Um, and well, so, I feel like that maybe that was see, their reasoning. See somebody jump off the same cliff. And, first, and, and smack and a platform. Smack to the platform. So, I mean, I get it, but at the same time, it's... That's not scary. I've seen more graphic deaths in an action movie. Well, yeah, but I don't so, think that's the point. I think it's because of how gruesome they were. Even because then, the bitch's head like imploded. Even then, I mean, shit. Take Saving Private Ryan. Well, yeah, but that's different. That is that's a, a war, very that's fucking a war gore. movie. Yeah, but it's still not. Yeah, but, it's not considered a horror movie. Yeah, but when people go to war movies, they halfway expect to see a dude with his guts hanging out because he got hit with an IED or whatever. Right, but... I think I think it's all it's because they were that. afraid of what the expectation versus, you know, what they receive. Right, but I, at the, I mean, I get that, but at the same time, they... In, in my... How I feel about it, that would backfire. That backfires instantly. Yeah. Because they marketed it as a horror movie and it's not. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's not scary in the least. The scariest part was with fucking skull splitting fucking score yeah, no shit. with it. That was scarier than fucking what happened. Yeah. I mean, do I want to see somebody jump off a fucking cliff? 
and like see the entire thing and watch them bounce off the rock? No, not particularly. That bitch fucking bounced. Yeah, with a fucking skull that was split wide open. Yeah. And looked like fucking uh, off of Doom, the fucking or alien. Uh, looking like the Predator. Yeah, Predator. That's <laughs> the one. Predator. But, like, no, but I don't consider that horror. No. The, the m- m- closest thing to horror that this can be is a psychological thriller. Yeah. Because it makes you think, like, holy shit, this could actually fucking be going on. Mm-hmm. But other than that, it's nothing. Yeah. You know? So, um, yeah, there's that. And then, you know, like, people getting fucking stuffed with straw and shit. Right. By the way, talk I about talk about the uh, the special effect or the practical effects that you didn't like. The one practical effect that mm-hmm. I did not like. It wasn't any other people. It was a fucking bear at the very end. Which, like I said, can't fucking do. Oh, you're talking about when the bear was splayed open? Yes. Oh, yeah. That was so terrible. And the only thing they needed to do was add more fake blood. If they added more blood. Yeah, it was so clean. Yes. It was way too clean. I mean, I get. Even if you bled an animal out. It looked. It wasn't that it was clean. It was dry. Yeah, I was gonna say I get that when you know, you, when when you when you clean an animal, there's not. It's not like you know a bloodbath. You know. Yes, but, but but the thing is, there was no blood and shit wasn't even damp. Yeah, exactly. It was. It wasn't even wet. Which I don't care if you bleed an animal or not. You're gonna have wet fluid you're gonna have stuff that doesn't leave the body when you bleed an animal well, yeah and i mean there's you know water and, and shit. there's still always a little bit of blood yeah yeah there wasn't in this case yeah um it was very clean now like That's the, the table was actually... bloody and stuff but like that doesn't count because... yeah because it's not the i don't know internal organs of mm-hmm. the beast that you are fucking gutting at the moment that one is the only one that really bugged me. There um, was a couple more that could have been done better, but it wasn't bad. Um, they were passable. Uh, we actually um, were talking about two different things. Um, Thought so. When the dead chick is being wheelbarrowed in the oh, building. Yeah. So, well, that, that uh, one so, too. But. So here's here's the problem. There was nothing wrong with her body other than she was dead. The only thing I can come why, up with... Why didn't they just have her laying in the wheelbarrow? The only thing I can think is because she was gone like overnight, maybe two nights. Because this all takes place over a nine-day festival, but you only get like three night scenes. Yeah. Which puts it in the span of like four days. Mm-hmm. I think there was a couple days pass type mm, thing. Maybe. Uh, and that, that'd that be my only guess is like they being wanted, left out and looking look little, l- a little bloated, a little discolored. See, I slightly. Still, I still think it would have been just easier to like make her look kind of gross and then yeah. be done with it instead of making a full body. Oh, I definitely agree with that. And the head was like three times the size of her normal head. And I'm like, uh, I'm do, sorry, I, you don't do, blow it up like that. I do agree with that. Uh, 
that one is pretty bad, but I mean, it's still passable for a corpse. Yeah, and I mean, it just doesn't look like the actress that that's played the that problem. Corpse. Like um, I kept asking Rowdy, like they're showing all these like dead bodies and stuff that they stuffed in what you know yeah. they they stuffed with like flowers and stuff, and I'm like, who's that? Who yep. the fuck is that? Who are these people? See, and, and Rowdy's like, well, I think that's this guy. I think that's this chick, and I and think there's those two. are these people. Who there's two. Who I think, like I like I'm saying, I am going to wait until a director's cut, and then mm-hmm. we might revisit this just for like a ten minute fucking update on how we feel about this movie. Because there's one spot at the end where I'm like, it's either these two, or they cut something out that really didn't matter. Are you talking about the two volunteers? Not the two volunteers, which I think probably was cut out, them volunteering and stuff happening. I'm talking about the two that were fucking made into, like, the fucking trees. Yeah, those were the two volunteers. The two volunteers were the uh, his, the guy's brother and that random-ass guy. Oh, yeah, yeah, you're right. Um, the other two, though, the were two the who old gave people. their lives. Yes. The, the thing is, and we agreed because their faces were intact. When these two people jumped off the cliff, they were fucked. Like, yes. Uh, the, and the lady who jumped off fucking right onto the... There's a big-ass fucking stone underneath yeah. the cliff. Landed right on top of it. And she and exploded. fucking her head basically explodes. The guy oh jumps God. straight up and Mistake. down. Like pencils fucking yeah. feet first. He just steps off the cliff. Shatters both fucking legs. Obviously, internal bleeding, he's going to die no matter what, but is still alive after, you know, the fucking 70, 80 foot drop. They proceed to smash his fucking head in with four blows of a fucking giant ass wooden sledge. Yeah. So. Which was dope. That was a dope sledgehammer. That part is the only part of this movie that made me want to fucking turn. That, and that's I was like, what I'm eh. talking about. I was like, yikes. The first one, I was like, Oh shit, they actually showed it. I was expecting that typical, they're going to start swinging and the camera angle's going to change to like birds flying off well, the they, tree or well, whatever. They didn't. But they, nope, they, they didn't. definitely didn't. And I was like, yikes, that's nasty. But, um, but yeah, so it definitely couldn't have been them because these two sacrifices were, they were relatively they were, intact. They, Their yeah, faces they were, were intact. intact. And so we don't know who these people were. And I mean, I think it's those two, but then it just doesn't fucking well, no, make it, sense no, at that point. It can't be them because they burned their bodies. Burned their bodies. There wasn't that much on that fucking tray. I don't know. I Like I said, I want to see the well, director's You, you know what I'm talking about because oh, they, yeah. they wheeled them over the fire. Your face isn't yeah. going to stick around after you've been burned up. Right. And so um, I, I just I don't fucking know. Director's cut will probably like, answer a lot of questions. And I feel like the problem with that is that this is another one of those moments where they cut something out that was just a little bit too fucking important. They cut something that the editorial team didn't think was necessary. Mm-hmm. But obviously, especially in a case like this where, I don't know, the fucking writer of the screenplay mm-hmm. is the same as the one who directed it. I hate when they do that and then fucking cut out half the fucking movie. 
because you don't get the full movie. I don't care if this movie was a fucking four hour movie. Yeah. If you wrote it and you direct the fucking movie, there's a reason why everything is there. Yeah, and you should have known how long it was going to be. Exactly. Like I, I mean, there's so I'm many terrified other... to see how much shit he cut out because it's already a two and a half hour movie. Yeah, and but there's, I, I it bugs me because there are so other so many other things that they could have fucking cut out. Yeah, that they didn't like when they first get to the village in Sweden. They fucking trip on mushrooms. Yeah, and that... That literally had no fucking bearing on anything else other than maybe a tea. Well, like, you meet a few people. Yeah, you meet his brother. Which... Who you see, barely like, three in the movie. T- like, three times. Yeah, I don't know. There's 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 some problems with some of the scenes. Yeah. And it's kind it's, of annoying. I. This is one of those movies that... I think even though it might be a lot longer, the director mm-hmm. cut is going to be a hell of a lot better mm-hmm. than the theater release. We'll see. And which most directors' cuts are, just because there are parts where you're like, oh, now now this scene makes a lot more sense mm-hmm. as yeah. to before I that scene was fucking pointless in the rest of the movie. Fuck that mushroom trip might fucking be really important yeah, i mean there could have been something in that scene that they cut out they cut out basically six hours because a, mm-hmm. a lot of it, it you're following uh the girl danny who mm-hmm. is pew or is played by pew uh they she find passed her out she, for yeah, six she hours. passed out they find her and he's she's they're like well we don't know where he went we found you here six hours ago yeah Mind you, they were tripping on fucking shrooms, so fuck, that could have been four days. There, yeah, there's no, your no. fucking first four days, you know? So, it just, uh, they cut so much shit out that mm-hmm. I have a really bad feeling that it really actually matters compared to some of the stuff they left in. Yeah. And I mean, and they could have cut, like, a lot of the scenic shots to get some of the more important stuff in. And like I said... Uh, I feel like the entire plane fucking scene yeah, could have been gone. Yeah, I feel like I feel like they kind of I feel like they may have cut out a few things for the sake of it still being a beautiful movie. Yes. They're like, I, I well, think... I really don't want to cut that mountain scene shot out because the sun hits the, the lens well, just right and gets that beautiful uh, lens flare and... Uh, I hate when people do that because you're like, yeah, it's a pretty shot, but like you cut out something that was kind of important. I feel like the final uh, classification of this movie didn't, or final version of this movie Mm -hmm. literally was finished within like days of them sending it to theaters. With how that, with how the trailer felt, literally looked it up. If you go to any theater, yeah. Uh, website with us it's regal yeah if you go to the regal regal classifies it as a horror movie you hop on imdb it is a drama thriller which neither of those are horror yeah so i feel like before it was released to the public last minute changes happen to cause it to be 
less scary. Maybe. Again, director's cut will let us know. Yeah, and um, all right, one out of ten flower crowns. Oh, this one, even though it's not horror, so it doesn't really fit in this podcast really, definitely like a fucking eight or a nine. This movie is fantastic, even with the cuts in it. I really do like this movie. Horror standpoint, it gets like a four. Mm -hmm. And that's fucking very liberal. Yeah. It gets a four because it shows straight up a suicide and somebody getting their head smashed in with a giant mallet. Yeah. Other than that, it'd get like a one. Yeah. Um I'm gonna I'm gonna be pretty much right there with you. Yeah, like an eight as just a movie, as a horror movie. Like a four and a half at most. Um <clears throat> fantastic movie. Um I definitely do not regret watching it whatsoever. Oh, definitely not. I love art piece movies like this, and um, all the actors did a fantastic job with their parts. No one sucked. <laughs> we also saved the streak of like four movies in a row that didn't really show nudity. Oh, oh, this yeah. one knocked oh out God. like enough for a week and a half. Yeah, you got old ladies, skinny ladies, fat ladies. Um, more than one maybe, penis. Yeah, I was like, uh, not ladies. <laughs> yeah, more than one penis. There's you a get to see a penis fucking this. flopping as he's running. So that that <laughs> was pretty great. I was excited about that one. That one was fucking, that made me laugh. Uh, a lot of vagina, uh, old school artwork, like Renaissance like style paintings. Yeah. Fucking vaginas. There's dicks all over the walls. Dicks. This chick fucking cutting pubes, putting it into a cup, bleeding into said cup, giving it to a guy to drink. Mind you, all in painting. And they literally slowly oh pan across it. Dude, it just hit me. Yeah, that actually fucking happened. Yes. That his drink. I was sitting there and I'm like, why is his drink darker than all of the other ones? Because everyone had like these like yellow, like almost like like lemonade looking drinks, yeah. and then he and then has his one looked that like, looks like, like fucking... grapefruit juice. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm like, why is his drink darker than all of them? And then you saw the pube, and I was like, okay, but a pube isn't gonna make the drink dark. It's because she fucking drained her pussy blood into it. Uh, yeah, that, dude, uh, that's fucking bloodborne pathogens, man, dude. Remember when we saw that fucking, it, it literally slowly panned across this fucking panel artwork mm -hmm. of the story. Literally like the first day they were in this village. Yeah. And we're like, I swear to God, if this doesn't happen, I'm going to be so upset because continuity. And then it did. It actually fucking happened. It did. It just it just hit me why his drink was darker. I totally forgot about the bleeding into the cup thing. Like yikes. Yeah, and then he goes and has sex with her and runs out with a bloody dick. Yeah. Yeah. Flopping everywhere. Yikes. Flopping against thighs. And then he finally covers it and is running. Like, dude, why'd you even cover it? You fucking yeah, ran your out. Dick was already flopping about. Like you catching have, the yeah. breeze, but uh, yeah, th um, that was 
I'm, I'm just saying I can't wait until oh the director's cut. And they do this like hive mind thing where like oh everyone God. feels what everyone else is feeling. <laughs> and then there's like a room full of women and they're all like orgasming together and it's really weird. The fucking old lady who puts her hands on his ass. Yeah. She's like helping him thrust. Yeah. I'm like, yikes. Yeah. And then they all fucking orgasm like together. Yeah. Yeah. Just fucking. The, this movie is. It's not scary. It's just trippy. I I want to. I can't wait until it comes oh, out. Oh, the fucking pulsating. Yeah, flowers. pulsating flowers. Fucking bark running like fucking blood. Running like a river. Yeah, yeah. like sh- shit like that. It was more fucking trippy than anything. Yeah, I My would. Jo- I may have had a shot or two. So like when that fucking first started happening, I was like, I don't know if I'm able to deal with this right now. I would definitely uh, recommend. Um, being completely sober the first time you watch this. Yes. The next time I watch Are this, I am be- definitely not being sober because yeah. I can't wait to fucking experience all that shit. Yeah. Because there's some parts of it that are, like, even sober. You were like, oh, fuck. Yeah, the fucking, fucking flower the, was blinking at me, man. No, the fucking when they're driving and, and the fucking the camera, camera does that fucking thing. Yeah. There's like a two-minute section where the camera is upside down and you're like, Mind you, I had a buzz at this point, so I was like, uh, this is really not okay in a theater. Mm-hmm. I fucking felt like it. Could you imagine this in a fucking IMAX theater? No. <laughs> no, because, like, they're all, like, drugged up for a lot of the movie. Yeah, and, like, so, so you like, see what... The whole, the, like, the whole screen is, like, waving at times, and then, like... Nature Nature's is like combining with them and shit. It's fucking flowers trippy. pulsating and opening, like yeah. like the I don't know what it's called, like where the seed, the head of the flower, basically. I don't know if that's what it's called, yeah. but it's like getting bigger and smaller and bigger yeah. and smaller, and then you have fucking tree that looks like it's fucking moving and breathing. Just, and leaves that are like dancing around and shit. It's fucking weird. It's trippy. The special effects on it are really good. And they spent more special effects on that than on the bear. That's true. But yeah, and on fire. That's midsummer. It's a. It's a. I. I, I. I recommend it one hundred percent. And unless if, you like really hate like art piece movies and period piece movies, unless all you watch is actual horror movies, yeah. Trust me, I was telling my girlfriend. My girlfriend hates fucking horror movies, hates scary movies. I left when we left before we headed back to the studio. I was like, eh, it was a really fucking good movie. Kind of sucks that it wasn't what it was marketed as, but it's a great movie. Yeah. And she was like, oh, I might have to watch it. I'm like, eh, it's kind of gory in spots. But other than that, it's not scary at all. Yeah. And she's like, oh, it looks like something I would like. I mean, she's like, gory? I was like, yeah, like really bloody and gross. She's like, I watched Game of Thrones. It's fine. Yeah, yeah but you didn't watch a head get caved in in Game of Thrones. Uh, oh, not like that. Not like that. No. Not like that. Fucking bones sticking out, eyeball hanging off the side and shit. True. Fucking yikes. But, yeah. 
So, Midsummer, great fucking movie. Not a horror movie. Yeah, definitely. Um, if you guys feel differently or feel the same and want to confirm that, you guys can always hit us up on our Facebook. Um, that would be the business page, mm-hmm. which is facebook.com slash beers and fears podcast. Mm-hmm. Make sure you drop a like, follow us. Drop a like, follow us. We are still doing the giveaway. Mm-hmm. 125 likes. We will announce and post a picture of what exactly it is. And when we hit 150? When we hit 150, we will pick a winner. And we probably will do it like everybody else does. You know, oh, like and share and mm-hmm. blah, 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 blah. You know, tag three friends or whatever. Um yeah. Also on that business page, if you scroll down a little, you will see a link to the community page. That is where you guys can get together. Sometimes we hop on it and post shit too. Mm -hmm. Uh, Community page. Go like it or ask to join. Mm -hmm. You do have to be accepted into that group. It is two simple questions. Mm -hmm. We will not give you the answers to that. But you do have to answer the questions to get accepted into that group. They're super easy. Don't worry about it. Just answer them and you're in. If you do not fuck with Facebook, you can go ahead and check us out on Twitter. We're at Beers and Fears. That's a quick way to get a hold of Tucker. Mm -hmm. Tucker fucks with the Twitter. I do the other one. Still don't quite get how to use it, but I do what I can. (laughs) Yeah, and I fuck with the other one, so does Tucker more Mm -hmm. so. And that would be our Instagram, which is... At Beers and Fears Podcast. Mm-hmm. Just like all the other shit. Yeah. So, on there, I mean, you might want to go see a couple pictures from Hawaii. Mm-hmm. Or stupid-ass fucking memes. Or behind-the-scenes shit. Pictures of the bottles we're drinking. So you can go find it yourself. Yeah, um, if you guys don't fuck with the social media at all, you can always hit us up um, traditionally on a email. You can uh, contact us at beersandfearspodcast at gmail.com. That's direct access to both of us. That is our business account. Mm-hmm. So we are constantly on there. Uh, later on down the road, we might have another one strictly for conversations. Mm-hmm. But currently, business account. So shoot us uh, business offers. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and if we get enough people interested, we may start a Discord chat. Um, currently, we just don't think there's enough people who care to be in a Discord chat just to start one. So we're not going to do yes. this until we have the demand. Uh, if you don't want to send us anything on Facebook or Twitter, Instagram or Old-fashioned email, you can hop over to anchor.fm or down in the show notes, mm-hmm. and there's something called voice messaging. Mm-hmm. That is a simple way to just send us a quick message. Tell us what's up. Yep. Give us some advice or give us some critiques. Yeah, and what's nice about uh, voice messages is that they are already formatted so that we can plug them directly into our podcast if we felt like doing a Q&A episode or something of the sort or just adding you guys in in a little segment at the end of every episode 
So if that's something you're interested in, go ahead and do it, and we will get back to you as soon as we can on that. The other thing that is in the show notes is one of our favorite things, and that is listener support. There is a link to our listener support in the show notes, and that is a quick way for you guys to help us develop this into something a lot better than it is now. Whether that be better equipment, live, video. Or just having more time to do it. Yes. Listener support is a fantastic way to help this podcast expand. Now, another way you can help this podcast expand is use our affiliate link on one of our favorite stores. That would be HorrorMerchStore.com. That is H-O-R-R-O-R-M-E-R-C-H-S-T-O-R-E dot com question mark R-E-F equals one one three. It's a pain in the ass, but it's a lot of help. (laughs) You have no idea how many times we have to do that a week just to get it right for each episode. Yeah, HorrorMerchStore.com sells... All of the coolest and exclusive uh, horror-based merchandise, whether it's shirts, hats, masks, fi- uh, pop, pop figures, figures, vinyl figures, props, mm-hmm. posters. Basically anything under the fucking sun you can think Pretty of. Pretty much. Uh, fuck, they even have some clockwork orange shit, which I don't really consider horror. Definitely a fucking psychological mind fuck. But they even have some of that shit. Yeah. They are constantly releasing exclusive merch whether it be killer clowns from outer space chucky halloween the exorcist the exorcist was a new one uh, mm-hmm. i think uh dawn of the dead or night of the living dead they just they had some of those a couple of months mm-hmm. ago they are constantly releasing exclusive shit yeah, especially especially Funko Pops. If you guys are into collecting those, they always have exclusive, only sold at horrormerchstore.com Funko Pops that are f- fucking awesome. To be to be honest, I'm not into the whole collectible thing, but there's a few of them. I'm, I'm into I'm the tempted. whole mask thing. So they have my niche fucking yeah. filled to the brim, but they do do a lot of what you like and that is those uh not one-offs but the japanese Mm -hmm. posters they have a lot of those and t-shirt of the same print yes the like the uh, asian japanese prints of posters yeah they have a lot of those they're super fucking dope yes and the one last thing that you guys can do to help us is hop on your favorite podcatcher and go ahead and give us a review and rate us five stars. Yep, doesn't matter what the review says as long as it's a five-star review. That five-star rating helps us jump the leaderboard, basically. Yeah. And the higher we are on that board, the more... The easier people can find us, little, little exactly. lost horror nation kids. Exactly. The higher we get put on the recommended, oh, if you listen to this, then you should check out mm-hmm. these guys. That's what that helps with. So, 
Yeah, and we could definitely use that help. Yes. So with that, guys, I've been Tucker. I've been Rowdy. And this has been the Beers and Fears podcast. Catch you next week.